Well, Razorback fans, Rocket Sanders got a little bit of an acknowledgement just here yesterday, but can he be one of the all-time greats in Razorback history? Let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday as we are just 11 days, or as my little sign back here says, Kobe Hamilton days away from Razorback football starting up. And, you know, we continue to have some things coming out for practice reports and updates and everything for uh, whatever it is, you know, and whatever can get you excited about everything. As we talked to yesterday, it seems like it's kind of uh, like, honestly, at this point in time, and as weird as it may sound, uh, no news is good news to me. I don't want to hear of any major news coming out of fall camp or practices because that usually means it's a bad thing. So um, regardless, I enjoy being able to hear from players and coaches and whatnot. But uh, yesterday like there's certain things that happen in college football in the landscape of the preseason building up to it. You know that there's going to be SEC media days and the predicted order of finish and how that's all going to play out, which is great. And then you have, uh, you know, the preseason all SEC team or all conference teams. And then, you know, just all those things that end up coming out. And with this particular thing, the AP all Americans was officially released. The, the names that, uh, the Associated Press felt like was worthy of being considered as an All-American. And normally it wouldn't be that big of a deal or you know, really it wouldn't be anything noteworthy. But I will give credit where credit is due that the Associated Press did have Rocket Sanders as a preseason second-team All-American. Uh, he was behind Blake Corum of Michigan and Quinshawn Judkins of Ole Miss. So I wouldn't say it's a surprise there. I still think that uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out between Judkins and Rocket. I, I'm going to always choose Rocket for obvious reasons, but uh, it's again, I just had the fact that they wanted, they felt confident enough to put him as an All American candidate, even if it's a second team, is pretty cool and pretty awesome for him, and shows how much of a uh, lot of promise and expectation that he has this season. So I started thinking about, it. you know, Arkansas has had some really great running backs, as we all know. And the one thing that I will say about Rocket and just, you know, really looking at the numbers themselves, because the running back position has kind of been not, not I mean, it's just been taken away. It's been de devalued in the college football landscape. I think in the NFL landscape, it, it's in a position that is still useful. It's a position that still has uh, great players at, in that position, but it's just not what it used to be. So let's just face that fact. But I think in college football, it's at least more so utilized and appreciated than what it is in the NFL right now. But Rocket's going to be a junior this year. And if Rocket stays healthy, and if Rocket has another big year, Rocket's going to go to the NFL. He's going to leave after this year. In fact, I hope he does. Because if he leaves after this season, that means he had a really great year. And if he has a great year, then usually you'd think Arkansas would have a really great year. But you look back to last year's stats for Rocket Sanders. You're thinking he's, he's a sophomore running back last season. Uh, Dominic Johnson goes out with an injury. And so he was a guy that was really utilized and, and also uh, counted on in 2021. B. 
But he goes out with an injury. You got to have some people step up. And Rocket steps up in, in what was a tremendous way. He had 578 rushing yards total in 2021. In 2022, he had 1,443 yards on 222 carries. Folks, that's six and a half yards a pop. Every carry, he gets six and a half yards last season. I mean, he was incredible. Now, he had 10 touchdowns, which isn't that many maybe compared to what you would think of uh, the amount of uh, carries and yards that he had. But still, 10 touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at. So, he definitely helped out Arkansas and also, I guess, caught 271 yards and two touchdowns for them. But we know he's gained the weight. He's gotten the faster, bigger, stronger, all those things that we've been hearing about in the offseason. Apparently, he's been just – it's like there's certain players that you don't have to worry about on Razorback football team where it's almost like you don't want to ask about them because you know they're doing good. And Rock is one of them. It's like, hey, you're great, man. Like, There's nothing you're lacking. There's nothing that you know you haven't been doing well at or, or anything. You're, you're good to go. You're solid. You got it going on. But with these expectations that come along with it about being a preseason All-American and whatnot, he has to live up to those expectations. People are going to be pretty disappointed if he doesn't rush for like 1,000 yards and whatnot. So the question becomes, for him, I think he's going to have a big year, but what's it going to take for him to be considered an all-time great at Arkansas? Like, I don't think he's going to touch Darren McFadden, like, unless he just wins the Heisman this year. I don't think he's going to get to that level of Darren McFadden. So we can just go ahead and cross that off the list. And even with Alex Collins, rest in peace, uh, he rushed for 1,000 yards in all three seasons. I don't know if he'll get to that level. Although, I think Rocket Sanders has a, a different skill set and has um, some things and some elements that Alex Collins didn't. And who knows? I think it's about situations, too, because you know if Rocket Sanders had been on that team in 2013 or whatever under Brett Bielma, he may have had 1,000 yards in all three seasons too. Like it just may have been done that way, but it doesn't matter. Point is, is like, I don't think that Rocket Sanders can get to that level as like one being one of the all-time greats unless he just does something crazy like become a Heisman Trophy winner or a Heisman Trophy finalist. Uh, maybe if he wins the Doak Walker, you know, he would be into the mix there. But, I still think that, you know, minus those awards being given to him and him earning those, I should say, I still think that he can go down as one of the all-time great running backs in Arkansas history, if he, even if he has the same year. Like, folks, if he rushes, if Rocket Sanders rushes for over 1,400 yards again this season, it's going to be hard not to put him in some of the stratospheres of some of those all-time greats. And you're talking about some really good running backs in Arkansas history. Like, let's just play the for instance game. Let's have some fun with it. If Rocket Sanders was able to, we'll say he did better this season than he did last year. So we'll say that he had more carries. So we'll give him 240 carries, all right? 240 carries. Say he rushed for 1,500 yards. Got to 1,500 yard mark. Average six and a half, seven yards a carry. It would be something like that or close to it. And if he was able to get double-digit touchdowns once he get on the ground, maybe in 12 touchdowns, something like that. Not only is he first-team All-SEC, and not only is he an All-American, to me, he's one of the all-time great Razorback running backs. <laughs> because getting 1,400 yards is not an easy feat, no matter what. And to do it back-to-back -back years, and hopefully comes along with some 
great moments for Razorback football in that season that he had, you know, I, I think that he would be in that stratosphere. I think he would be a top three running back. Am I living in the moment? Maybe. But like, put yourself in that situation. If Rocket has just as good of, or a better year this year than what he did last season, don't you have to put him as a top three running back in Razorback history? I mean, again, McFadden's number one, and no one's going to argue that, and if you do, you're an idiot. Jerry McFadden's number one. And maybe Alex Collins is number two, just because of what he was able to pull off. <clears throat> yeah, just the unfortunate thing for Alex Collins is he just didn't have that one year that really set him apart and really uh, was memorable from that perspective. But I believe he can be. I think, I think Rocket has all the makings for it. I think he has the ability to not only be an all-time great Razorback running back, but possibly be in Heisman contention. Like, he's got that skill set. He's got that level. He's 6'2", 242 pounds. The dude can run. Dude can block. The dude can catch. The dude can do it all. And so, I'm, I'm excited about what he's going to be able to do this season. And I saw when I was talking about this on my radio show, somebody chimed in was like, ah, well, you know, if the offensive line doesn't block for him. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying you're wrong, but... Well, you know what we've heard about the offensive line and maybe the struggles that they've had? It's not been about run blocking. It's been about pass protection. That's it. The run blocking is going to be there. I think you're going to have uh, some extra blockers in there and some real creativity from Dan Enos as the offensive coordinator. I think he's going to, because that's the thing is about Enos, is that he always tries to get the ball in the hands of the best players. I think he's going to get the ball in the hands of Rocket in a lot of creative ways, and he's going to have another big year. But I think he can be an all-time great. I think he will be an all-time great if he has another big year, similar to what he had last season. And, you know, you got to give him a lot of praise and a lot of respect. And how funny would that be if, uh, you know, it happened that way where Rocket ended up being, say if you just had the power rankings of all-time Razorback running backs, you had Darren McFadden, Alex Collins, Rocket Sanders, or maybe you had Rocket Sanders above Alex Collins, whatever it is. But you'd have two guys in the top three all from the state of Florida with Alex Collins and then Rocket Sanders. but. I think it's going to be a big year regardless, but can't wait to see if uh, people will argue about that. I'm sure they won't. I'm sure they won't have any problem with me saying that. I'm sure they won't have any issues with me doing anything about it. I'm not sure that's the case, but either way, I can't wait to see what uh, Rocket's going to end up doing. And hopefully that 242 pounds is good, 242 pounds, and not the bad 242 pounds. Folks, I, I got to tell you, this, uh, sp- this show and specifically is, is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, there are times in our lives where we all get to a point to where we really don't know the direction of where we're going. You know, I know that in in my life, and I think you've probably, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, have heard me talk about some of the things to where uh, I was very unsure about, you know, my direction. I was unsure about the future. I was unsure about what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, how I wanted to do it. And it becomes pretty tough when you have a lot of decisions in front of you and when you're dealing with relationship problems and and it can have a really negative impact on you. And you got to just try to trust yourself, try to trust yourself in moving forward. But uh, that's what really better help is all about. It's about helping you, helping you move forward. And it's a, th- it's a form of therapy that can really get you going. I don't think that there should be anyone out there that should be ashamed or looked down upon therapy when it comes to everyone's mental health. You know, mental health gets thrown around a lot is almost like a, oh, geez, this again. But there's legitimate 
studies and legitimate things that happen in people's lives to just try and to help them be better people. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, if you're, if you're needing some help and some guidance, which I know we all do in life, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which we know is important. So just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's a very simple thing to do. All you got to do is with BetterHelp, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. You are Locked On Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, I, I got this question, too, from one of the listeners uh, via my DMs, which I always appreciate whenever someone DMs me something that's not mean, spirited, and horrible, which actually happens. One of these days, I'm going to share all those DMs and show everybody how nasty it is. Uh, but I, there was one that I... I got about, you know, we've been talking about offense, defense, uh, but this one was about Cam Little, the kicker, who as a freshman had a really great year. But last year, I'm not going to sit here and say he struggled, but it definitely wasn't the year that I'm sure he wanted. And there was times where he missed some kicks that you felt like were ones that should have been no problem. Uh, he went 13 of 16, which is just crazy to think that's like, that's not, I'm not even trying to consider that a bad year. I'm just saying like it, it, it came in times and some of his misses came in times where they needed him the most. Cause so I was looking at his stats. So he, he was two of three actually from 50 plus yards last year, but one of three from 40 to 49 yards. He was perfect within 40 yards, which is great. And he was perfect on extra points. And so his percentage went down a little bit cause he was 20 of 24 in 2021. And from four, here, here's the thing too. In 2021, and this is where I'm talking about him. Again, not saying he struggles, but just saying it took a little bit of a step back. In 2021, he was six of seven from field goals to 40 to 49 yards. Six of seven. He only missed one field goal, and in 2022, he missed two from that range. But his longest was was 51 yards in both seasons. And we've heard Sam Pittman talk about how Cam Whittle's been and hitting these 59 yard field goals in practices, which is awesome to hear. But now, forget all that stuff about practice and forget all that stuff about last season. The kicker, as we know, almost in every single season at some point in time, it's come down to they needing to be the guy that wins the game. They need to be the one that makes the big kick. And Cam Little did so in 2021, I know, against LSU in overtime. We all remember that one on the road when he did the gritty on the LSU Tiger logo, which was hilarious. Uh, we remember. Even, uh, I think, Mississippi State later that year, too. Uh, he made, the, uh, made some big field goals in that one. Uh, and, you know, it happens. But then last season, uh, again, I'm not saying he lost the game or anything, but that field goal against Texas A&M that he missed that hit the, the top of the upright still is just like, you know, one of the many things in that game that went weird. But you want to be able to have confidence in your kicker. And you want to be able to have confidence that no matter – What's going on, no matter what the situation is, no matter where the game's being played, if you get in a position to where you got to have your kicker, 
make a game-winning field goal, you got confidence in him. And I would say right now I have good confidence in Cam Little. I don't think I'll ever have perfect confidence in any kicker just because we know things happen. But there's no doubt that he's going to be in a position once again this season to win games. You're going to be in close matchups. And and, and sometimes those game winning or winning those games is not going to come down to just, oh, well, he's got to make a field goal in the final seconds of the game. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about if you're in a game, say, for instance, LSU on the road. If that game is a tight one and it, and it's, it's a back and forth or it's a big defensive battle, whatever it is, if that's a game's tight, Every single point matters like crazy. And you got to be able to make your field goals. I don't think anyone's saying, oh, you got to go perfect from when you're 50 50, uh, plus yards out. But you got to make the ones when they're feasible, when they count the most, and when you're in these close games. Now, Arkansas lost three games last year by a combined seven points. Again, I'm just trying to reiterate, I'm not blaming Cam Little. So don't start that. I'm just giving the example of when you're in these close games, a field goal can be the difference. It can be the entire difference in the game. And so I trust Campbell. He's going into his third year too. And, you know, as at this point in time, he's hitting 82% of his field goals. Still really good. You know, knock on wood, yet to miss an extra point uh, in his career at Arkansas. But he's going to have to be counted on. And, I think that with uh, what Arkansas is going to try to do and offensively and defensively is important to win games, but can't forget about the special teams and for sure cannot forget about the kicker. So hopefully Cam Whittle can uh, be able to build upon what he did uh, two years ago, but especially last year, and be able to make some big kicks for Arkansas this season. Folks, football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, You get bonus bets back every time that they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets bets back for every victory. And you can use all these bonus bets on spreads, on player props, on over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning your bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, This one is, again, just another sad thing. Another sad thing. Like, um, no, I know that this is maybe surprising to some. Maybe you haven't heard of it because it did happen kind of later at night. But this is just a thing with Reggie Chaney. I don't, I don't know if, how many people probably remember Reggie Chaney. You probably should if you've been following Razorback basketball uh, for, a, for a while, for a long time. He was uh, a commitment of Mike Anderson. And he played in Mike Anderson's final season as well as Eric Musselman's first season as head coach. So he was at Arkansas for two years. Then he transferred to Houston. And we know he got a few years there. And he was on the Houston Cougars team. Last season, he's part of that team that was number one, number two a lot of times and had a lot of success. But he passed away at the age of 23 last night. At least it was announced last night. No details of his death have been reported just yet. 
but uh, he had planned to travel next week to Greece where he had play, assigned to play for a professional team. This is all according to the Houston Chronicle. Uh, Matt Zimmerman said, it's devastating news. Breaks your heart that he passed away at such a young age. Seems like yesterday he came into uh, his, on his official visit at Arkansas, and I just can't believe he's gone already. Eric Musselman also said in a statement, says the Razorback men's basketball team is devastated to hear the loss of Reggie Chaney. He was a relentless worker and loved by his coaches and teammates, his families and our thoughts and in our prayers. Scotty Thurman was also somebody else who uh, was reached out to because he was involved with the recruitment of uh, Reggie Chaney. And he said, Reggie and I had a big brother, little brother relationship. It was all built off of trust. I am extremely saddened by this loss. My heart cries out for his family at this time. So a lot of people have reached out about it and, you know, just, it sucks, man. I know that Reggie uh, transferred and, you know, he went to Houston and a lot of people sometimes can, can look at players if they leave or they quit or however you want to look at it, they can have some sort of like negative connotation. But, you know, I never looked at that way for Reggie Chaney or really any of those players that left after Eric Musselman's first season. I never looked at him like that. I looked at him as, you know, just sometimes it's about fit. Sometimes it's about, you know, a mutual thing where maybe they're said, hey, you'd be better in a better system or, or whatever. And Reggie never had any bad ill will towards Arkansas or Eric Musselman, from my understanding, at least that not, I'm aware of. And uh, it was just, you know, one of those things that it worked out for him. He went to Houston. He was on a really good team and uh, was able to contribute. Didn't have a whole, I think he averaged three and a half points and two and a half rebounds last season, or at least the past couple of years that he was at Houston. But uh, just hate to see that, man. Hate to see anybody uh, pass away at a young age, but especially somebody who was a Razorback. And if it was only for two seasons, he still was a Razorback. So thoughts and prayers with Reggie Cheney's family. And you know, I don't know if we'll find more details out about this, but just another sad deal. Just another sad deal around. I'm tired of talking about former Razorback greats' deaths in, on, on the podcast. It's really, really getting old. And there's former Razorbacks in general. It's really getting old having to bring it up. And hopefully I, that doesn't have to happen again. Hopefully that's the case. But just wanted to relay that message. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.